we saw a lot of business that comes from existing customers and that was a huge indicator for us that this is the time to do ABM because we really need to create our value story within existing customers and existing clients so there's a huge opportunity there that we're not really you know tapping into you're listening to sunny side up a b2b podcast that brings you the juiciest insights from go-to-market leaders and practitioners hello everyone welcome back to sunny side up i'm your host ryan schimmel and today i'm super excited to be speaking with lubena rangwala on running abm programs without dedicated technology So to introduce Lubaina, in her career spanning over 10 years, she's been an animator, a business analyst, a project manager, a product marketer, and now an account-based marketer. She's helped both product and business teams create a strong brand presence, powerful positioning, and a focused go-to-market strategy. She currently leads the account-based marketing practice at ThoughtWorks for its high-priority accounts. She helped set up the ABM process for the organization and piloted its global ABM program, scaling it from uh, nine accounts to over 30 accounts. Lubaina, I'm excited to speak with you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Okay. So Lubaina, before we jump in, uh, why don't you, if you'd be so kind, give us a quick high-level introduction uh, to yourself, your role, um, and then a little bit about what exactly ThoughtWorks does for, for some of our listeners that may not know. Some of the problems you solve, customers you work with, and some of the solutions you provide. Happy to. Um, so my name is Lubana, and I lead the account-based marketing practice at ThoughtWorks. Um, ThoughtWorks is uh, a global technology consultancy. And uh, the problems that we solve are uh, we help enterprises and you know anybody who's in the business of disrupting technology uh, to thrive as a modern digital business and our areas of expertise are in strategy uh, are in design and engineering and uh, some of the people that we worked with that you know you might have heard of are the REA group uh, department of veterans affairs in the united states uh, lenovo daimler um, so these are some of the people that we work with. Uh, that's an overview of ThoughtWorks. We are, you know, starting out in our uh, in our ABM journey, and um, I've been doing this role for ThoughtWorks for about two years, year and a half to two years now. So fairly new, I'd say. And it's exciting times. There's just so much to explore within marketing and ABM, um, and you know, we're at the cusp of uh, really disruptive stuff. Wow, that's awesome. Great overview. And, and those are absolutely marquee names that, uh, that I think all of our listeners have, uh, have heard of for sure. So Lubaina, tell us a little bit about your role uh, and specifically your career path, because as I recall, it was, uh, it was not exactly a, a very linear journey. What exactly are you doing there and, and how did you get into this role? What was your career journey? Uh, my career journey has been, uh, you know, it, it's not been conventional, that's for sure. Um, I don't have a formal training in marketing. I actually started off, um, you know, wanting to get into movie making. So I, I really loved 3D animation and sound. And I loved the idea behind, you know, creating something that tells a story. And so I've been, uh, you know, that, that, that's always been my passion. And, um, you know, of course, uh, sadly, things didn't go according to plan. And, and when I was in the job market, the job market was not existing because it, it was the, um, 
recession, which was a hard time for everybody. And so I found my way into business analysis uh, at that time and then sort of, you know, progressed into that role, becoming a project manager. And then somehow I found my way into marketing because it sort of mixed the two worlds of, you know, product as well as storytelling. And uh, I discovered product marketing. And I thought, you know, how wonderful that is. It mixes both these things that I really love to do. And um, once, you know, I'd been doing product marketing for a while, I'd been looking for a new challenge. And I found the world of um, customer and account-based marketing, which, uh, you know, which is, which is something that's always been uh, a source of challenge and great opportunity for, uh, you know, for companies. And it's, it's sort of an exciting time because, um, because when I got to doing the role, I think I had also matured to understand and move from the world of, you know, um, storytelling to customers and, you know, to like from a B2C sort of mindset to a more B2B mindset. So I think that kind of worked out well for me as well. And in my current role, uh, what I do is I work across teams and regions um, to help us you know, um, tell our story to accounts and clients that we already know and to be a little bit more intentional in telling our story to the right set of people. And not just, you know, telling our story because that's what we want to say, but also, is that what they really want to hear? Like, what is it that makes sense to them? And can we actually give them, you know, can we give them the right thing that they need at the right time? So, that's a little bit about my role, and that's been my career path so far. So, Lubaina, thanks for sharing. Uh, you've just given hope to uh, to a ton of uh, of other uh, aspiring marketers that uh, that may have a non traditional path to marketing as well. Tell us, if you will, a little bit about uh, what drove you and ThoughtWorks uh, to uh, to evaluate and then finally try out account based strategies. Specifically, what challenges were you experiencing? Uh, that you thought uh, account-based strategies would solve? Uh, so that's a good question, Ryan. I think um, the challenges that we were facing and the opportunities that we were seeing is very similar to any kind of organization in that space of growth, you know, where they're, where they're scaling. And uh, the first opportunity that we saw is in um, expansion. We saw a lot of business that comes from existing customers, and that was, you know, a huge uh, indicator for us that this is the time to do ABM because we really need to uh, create our value story within existing customers and existing clients. So there's a huge opportunity there that we're not really, you know, tapping into. And the second, uh, you know, the second uh, challenge or opportunity that we saw is that we were growing at a, at, at a very large scale. So our presence, you know, we were everywhere. We were across regions. We were across cultures. And this gave us an opportunity to look at our resources and, you know, how we could be a little bit smarter with aligning our marketing resources so that you know we are um, we are using them in the best way possible. So I think these were like the big uh, opportunities that we saw 
of doing of like this was the right time we felt for for ABM strategies. No, that's great, and uh, it sounds like you have an opportunity there for both um, you know new account acquisition, right? But then also to your point, um, expanding within existing accounts. Um, so share with us a little bit about, um, you know, ABM is not something that everyone just jumps on and says, you know, raises their hand and says, we need it. Um, it will take, it, it takes leadership involvement and buy-in. Can you share a little bit about how you were able to build uh, the business case for account-based marketing at ThoughtWorks? How did you get uh, leadership buy-in? Sure. Um, the interesting thing is that um, one of our you know, leaders and presence in the C-suite, um, that's our CMO. Uh, having somebody already at that level, understanding the value of ABM was a huge proponent into actually, you know, getting this program off the ground. So having somebody who understood that and, and has seen that in other organizations working uh, was, was a huge uh, benefit for us. And um, when we, you know, despite having that buy-in, we still needed to prove our case because you need the entire organization on board. And especially, you know, sales and demand people that you work with, they need to be on board. Otherwise, you know, it's it's not really going to take off. So getting their buy-in was really critical. And uh, the way we went about doing that was we started really small. And we started with a pilot. We started with nine key accounts um, in different uh, you know, accounts that were in different stages, uh, but fairly stable so that we could actually, we could work with them for a period of a few months. And so our pilot was around three months um, where we evaluated, uh, you know, a few marketing strategies that we used and where we could see certain results. And so we weren't too ambitious about the, you know, the the results in terms of revenue because um, sales cycle in a B two B organization definitely take more than three months, uh, and you know that's that's a bit ambitious, I'd say, to put into three months. So we tried to look at stats that we could easily measure and stats that we could actually, you know, um, establish marketing influence over. So looking at new contacts that we were able to, uh, you know, build relationships with, how have we moved the needle in terms of engagement? Those were some of the metrics that we looked at. And when we were able to see that we were able to make a difference in these accounts, it was easier to get buy-in. Wow. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like you've done really everything right in that you didn't just jump in with both feet. You started small. Uh, across a variety of areas and you proved out the model. And then it sounds like you probably were able to go to leadership uh, and get buy-in to to scale this. Um, So, you know, one thing we hear all the time is that data and technology plays a a critical role in ABM. Uh, And yet you have found success using a, a minimal amount of technology. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, what you're using and, and how you found success without without technology for our listeners? Um, sure. I feel that I should, you know, mention that um, we have found progress, I think, with minimal use of technology. Uh, I, I think success is sort of still something that we are, you know, we're seeing some, um, but I would, I would, I would, I would be hesitant to say we found success yet. Um, I think we're seeing progress and I think that we're on the way to seeing success for sure. 
but let me tell you a little bit about uh, our data and uh, technology journey. When we started piloting ABM, um, and this this you know happens in most cases, uh, getting uh, leadership or getting teams to spend money on marketing without proving anything is always a challenge, right? Um, because marketing spend is is always you know dependent on a lot of ROI, and only if you can prove something, then you get to spend a lot uh, on marketing initiatives. So uh, our goal was to be very agile and lean with the kind of, uh, you know, ABM that we are doing. And so uh, in a lot of cases, I found that we were actually, we were doing one-to-one ABM at a lot of the accounts, um, even though it wasn't, you know, initialized properly at that time. Like it was happening in pockets. It was happening across regions, you know, instinctively marketers and uh, our sales and demand folk were doing one-to-one ABM. And so what we did was we tried to just institutionalize what was already happening and make it more visible at the leadership. And so we didn't really need, you know, to, um, I guess, invest in ABM advertising or, uh, you know, cool uh, intent data or segmentation tools at that point. So we just picked up that practice of personalizing content and, you know, um, looking at uh, client intelligence, um, that research that's happening for our key focus accounts. And we institutionalize that across other focus accounts. And so that was more uh, an effort of, you know, evangelization and education and um, sort of helping people rely a lot more on um, qualitative data. So, uh, and that's what our, you know, uh, our first year of our journey had been. So the reliance on ABM tech itself was, you know, really, it hadn't come into play then. And uh, what was, but but we were also growing and we were also scaling and we do want to, you know, get to a stage where, um, where a lot, where, where we've scaled to like one to many ABM, um, you know, programmatically, right? Um, so we had also started working with sales and demand folks to reliably start using some of the tech that we believe would get us to that stage. So tech like, you know, um, a, a, a CRM that would let us scale to that level, right? So getting uh, our demand folks and enabling them to actually use that tech and have that tech be useful to them um, has also been an important part of the journey. So while we haven't really, uh, you know, uh, sort of gone ABM tech shopping and said, ah, we want to use these, these, these things, we've experimented a little bit, you know, so we've experimented with intent data, we've experimented with uh, with some ABM ads, and we've said, ah, it's great, it would work for us better a lot later, once we have some of our more fundamentals and best practices in place, you know, once we are able to rely on the data that we have from our CRM, and once we're able to build things like contact databases, etc. And we're able to say that now we can rely on this, you know, system in a way that's, you know, compliant with all our data policies, then we know we can really get the benefit out of this kind of ABM tech and that kind of ABM tech. So, so that's, that's been our journey with data and ABM tech so far. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great insight. So <clears throat> the fact that you are, that, that ThoughtWorks was doing this in pockets around the organization um, and, and making progress, it really speaks to your journey being more of an evolution 
uh, of taking what's already working and expanding it more, more, more that than say a revolution that would shock an organization. Um, so there's, there's hope for, uh, for many organizations out there looking to embark on, on account-based strategies. Um, in a previous conversation, when you and I chatted, you had mentioned that, uh, that in a lot of organizations, you know, sales really leads strategy and simply asks marketing to support what they're doing. And yet you've been able to somewhat transform that where marketing has a seat at the executive table. And you're now at a point where marketing's role is leading strategy. Um, can you share a little bit about that transition, you know, how you got buy-in from both the sales and the marketing side and, and tell us a little bit about marketing's uh, increasing role at ThoughtWorks? Absolutely. I think uh, marketing having an executive um, voice uh, has been really critical in elevating marketing's, you know, um, uh, contribution as well, you know, into the sales cycle. And uh, one of the ways that marketing has really uh, stepped up uh, in some sense and, and sort of partnered with sales has been in the way we've approached our one-to-one ABM accounts. And um, I think over the past year, we've spent a lot of you know time and energy and resources into working with partners who uh, have basically we've we've transformed marketing's role as a support function in the sense that, hey, can you build us this account newsletter or can you do this campaign for us and sort of help them work with the sales team so that we are actually, you know, involved at the strategic level so that we work with our sales partners to understand what's happening at the account strategy level. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to know what marketing support you want yet. What I want to understand is what are your goals with this account? And let's look at how can marketing help you get there. And it's sort of a work in progress. Um, I think, you know, we've, we've spent the better part of the year understanding how to build this capability within our teams and also, uh, you know, helping elevate some of those accounts as well so that sales is able to, you know, trust marketing as well, right? Like there's, there's a level of trust that needs to be formed with, within the two teams. So it's not something that happens overnight. It no, it's not something that happens with one workshop. Um, it's It may start with one workshop, but it sort of takes time to build that trust so that the head of sales and the head of you know marketing can work together and say, these are your priority accounts. And these are, you know, this is where I can really help you get your goals, like meet your targets. And, you know, we have a research function and we have uh, these resources that we can actually help you uh, get there. And perhaps, you know, with these things, we can we can help get a third party partner to help us with. So I feel like it has been a gradual process. Um, and we uh, uh, we did this by doing one to one ABM workshops with a few key accounts. Again, it was a pilot exercise. And we found that it was immensely helpful because it really helped change the uh, you know the perception that sales had of marketing and i feel like that's one that's always been a challenge when um, you know when you want sales and marketing working together you want sales to be able to look at marketing as a partner and sort of you know help build that trust and that definitely takes time yeah thank you for that so so uh, you are doing one-to-one, you're finding success. Um, will you share with our listeners, um, you know, you'd said you'd done a handful, I think you said nine. Um, will you share a little bit about 
you uh, how how many accounts you think one to one would work, and uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on scaling. I know I know you mentioned scaling from uh, from you know one to few, and then finally going one to many, but also mm-hmm. covering different languages, different regions. Can you share a little bit about the volume of accounts and the scope of what you think? Um, uh, new marketers should be thinking about as 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 they look at one to one, one to few, and one to many. Sure, I think um, you know uh, rather than being prescriptive and saying, "Ah, these are the accounts that I think um, are okay to do one to one with," uh, I'm going to share uh, what you know what what are some of the uh, challenges uh, that uh, marketers currently deal with, at least you know at ThoughtWorks. And um, it's always, uh, I think the biggest challenge has been bandwidth uh, because a marketer is expected not just to do ABM, right? Because they have multiple priorities. And so um, it could be that ABM is your, is, is absolutely your priority and that's all you're meant to do, in which case, great. Um, but it could be that, you know, you have an ABM priority, but you also have a a few other campaigns that you need to support and run in which case you know you we need to be a little bit more thoughtful about the number of accounts that are uh, that are uh, for for one to one abm right that that you're handling so it would it would come down to that but ideally a single marketer should you know take care of maybe two or three at the max um, for one to one abm because i think it's a very intensive process and each marketer has to contend with, you know, understanding that account with such depth and uh, uh, detail to be able to make meaningful contribution. And uh, once you've understood that, you also need to contribute back. So whether you're producing content or whether you're creating, um, you know, new media or, or anything, um, you really uh, have to uh, give a very focused approach. So one-to-one is, is extremely resource intensive. Um, and so how many volumes of account should a marketer do? Uh, I, I think that depends on, you know, the, the bandwidth of your marketing team itself. We're actually trying to look at, you know, better ways for our ABM to scale. So while we, while we have scaled to 30 plus accounts uh, for one to one, we're looking at what's a more sensible uh, ratio. So I, uh, my recommendation would be to scale down one to one ABM just to focus on key resource accounts, depending on, uh, you know, your bandwidth and resources and to actually scale up with one to few and one to many. So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about, you know, my recommendation on the volume of accounts for one to one ABM. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that. So you mentioned around 30. Um, so I'm curious to know, uh, you know, one thing we hear all the time with ABM is, or just with marketing in general, it's common to hear the, uh, you know, show me that you know me, right? So personalizing content. So how are you, how are you finding the ability to, to personalize content for, for your ABM programs at scale? How are you finding commonalities across groups of, of accounts in the one to few range? Sure. I think there are um, there are a few ways that we are identifying some commonalities. And one is, uh, you know, uh, I think the most fairly obvious one is is domains and industries. So that's a that's, I think, a way to uh, group your accounts quite nicely. And um, sometimes domains uh, and industries can be broad. So, you know, you narrow them down with with a more. Um, 
focus. Uh, for example, uh, you could use, you know, regional, more regional focused or something like that. So you can bring the numbers down for one to few at least if, if that's what you feel. So we're looking at, um, you know, industries, uh, we're looking at regions. And uh, sometimes the group of accounts is a little disparate. You know, they are so unlike each other when it comes to the industry level. And in that case, uh, knowing a little bit more about these accounts really helps because we can group them based on, you know, their CEO priorities, you know, where they are in their own digital journey and um, what are the offerings that we have that could help them address those challenges. So those could be also some commonalities that, you know, help uh, grouping the one to uh, the one to few approach. That's great. Thank you for that. I mean, the, the, our listeners are no doubt going to leave this thinking, how can I start ABM? How can I start small? How can I scale it? Uh, so I appreciate your thoughts. Um, so listen, let's, let's wrap it up quickly. Um, I'm sure that our listeners would love to connect with you at some point, maybe on LinkedIn or email. How best to get in touch with you? Um, LinkedIn and Twitter are the best ways to get in touch with me. Um, my Twitter handle is at the rate Lubana. And um, so is my LinkedIn handle, actually. So, Wonderful. And then uh, we always love asking for recommendations as to who else we should host on the show and have as a guest. Uh, can you think of anyone else that uh, our listeners should be hearing from uh, in, the, in the ABM and digital marketing space? Absolutely. Um, one of the people I, uh, you know, have really learned a lot from has been our um, our head of uh, digital experience optimization, and uh, he leads the paid media efforts at ThoughtWorks. Um, his name is Somyajit Day, and um, I think uh, definitely hearing from them would be a plus. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Um, so listen, that concludes our podcast. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will be reaching out to you. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is smarter GTM for B2B brands to help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demandbase TV. 